Welcome to the Women's Business Workshop podcast. I'm your host and business coach, Robin Walker, and I wanna invite you to our upcoming free workshop. On June 15th, we're meeting online so I can show you how your business can attract more new customers during the summer. Your ideal client's needs have probably changed since last summer, and we don't want to keep the same old, same old marketing from the past. I have a workbook download for you and new ideas on how you can attract more clients and customers over the next 90 days. Register at the link in the show notes. I'm interviewing and highlighting small business owners in my local area that not only made it through last year, but are growing as well as we go into 2021. I'm asking them what they had to change over the year due to the pandemic, what kept them moving, and what they plan on keeping in their business for the future. Thanks for joining us today on the Women's Business Workshop podcast. This is your host and business coach, Robin Walker, helping female entrepreneurs and business owners like yourself to find more strategy and focus in your business so that you can reach your goals with less distraction and overwhelm. Excited to introduce our next guest, Stacy Syverson of Cashmere Compass in Walworth, Wisconsin. Hi, Stacy. Hi, how are you? Good. It's so good to have you on the Thank show. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be here. Yes, you have such a positive um, vibe on all of your social media, and I've been inspired by seeing you grow this last year. So I wanted to have you on the show to be able to share some inspiration and your stories with other local business owners. Can you tell us a little bit about your shop and what kind of people you serve and what kind of things you offer there? Absolutely. Yeah. So we are a furniture and home decor shop. We've always had gift items as well um, and recently have added um, apparel um, and even gourmet food items to the store. So it's really a mix of everything, but we found that uh, on our side of the lake, on the west side of the lake, there really isn't too many places that have, you know, great shopping for gift items. We've been expanding into different types of inventory, but uh, we get everybody. You know, we get tourists from from Illinois that come up. We've got our our local customers who come in sometimes a couple times a week. Um, so we really just are a little bit of everything, but a focus on comfort and quality and anything that makes you feel warm and cozy in your home. I love it. And do you offer other services as well in addition to products? We do. We have done home staging and interior decorating. We've also done estate sales, which kind of feeds into some of the consignment furniture that we have. We do quality consignment furniture in the store, um, which is great right now because it's so hard to get furniture in this market with all of the delays and everything. So um, the consignment portion has been great, but we do uh, offer decorating. I'm myself, I'm the decorator and I I call myself the down to earth decorator because there's no frills. You don't have to order anything fancy. It doesn't have to be custom. It's just, I'll just go to home goods with you and, you know, style your bookcase if you want, or if you find the right color or work with a funny shaped room, things like that. So we do offer services that relate to the home in that way. I like that niche because I think sometimes interior design is a little intimidating to people or they think it's going to be extremely expensive or it's not going to match the rest of their house. So I really like that down to earth approach that you have. So with the physical location, how did the last year affect your shop and your services? 
last year obviously was difficult for everyone. Um, I think what happened for, for us when we had to do our, our actual closing during the initial quarantine period, the thing that came out of that for me was that I really focused on getting to know my customers on a more personal level. I was able to, to post on social media, but then have conversations with them because the everyday work distractions weren't there. I was able to really kind of personal shop on a deeper level. What, what kind of pillow are you looking for? I can tell you about this candle way better than, you know, you're not going to be able to sniff it, but I can tell you everything I know about it. And, and it was just such a deeper, more personal experience with everyone that I felt a lot closer to my customer and learned a lot more about what they were looking for. And obviously those things changed too. I mean, people were creating Zoom call areas. They were creating tiny little desk work areas out of their kitchens or wherever. And so it was creative for me and fun to be able to help people like that. Um, so while we were closed, we were still able to to help and do curbside pickups. And I even delivered because I had nothing else to do. So I would even go deliver sure. to moms at home who were homeschooling or whatever it was. I was like, sure, I'll drop it off. So it was, and that part of it was really great. Do you think you'll keep any of that moving forward? So when things are busy and you fall back into that you know, hustle of the day to day, will you find a way to bring that process into future business? Yes. I think that it's very important to have that personal connection. And, and what I learned during the, you know, height of the pandemic was that people really like that connection to, to the business that it's not just, you know, I'm not a big box store, but um, that it's not just some elusive owner somewhere, but it's a person, it's their passion. It's, what they're doing and sharing with you is something that they've dreamed of. And I felt such great feedback from that, that I definitely want to keep that going. We always did, you know, message mm -hmm. and help people as much as possible, but it really got heightened with that. And I focus on it every day. It is hard, um, you know, in between customers and other things going on, but thank goodness for smartphones because, you know, I can be, helping a customer one second and then texting somebody back about measurements of a rug they saw on social media. So I love it. I think it's helpful and it's a smart way to shop and it's efficient as well. Sure. And that helps you stand out from the home goods or TJ Maxx where let's say the couch is the same exact price. You come with the other couch as far as your expertise and your personal attention where yeah, you could go get one anywhere, but that really is added value for someone to come shop with you. Right. Absolutely. And, and I've also learned over the years, people, people need to be inspired and they love to be inspired and not everyone has, you know, a knack for decorating. They know what they like, um, but they're not always quite sure how to put it together, but you're right. You don't see someone walking up to an associate at home goods and showing them pictures of their living room saying, what, what should I do here? You know? And, I get that all the time. Right, right. Here's my, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I get that all the time. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I get, I get that yeah. all the time at my store and, and we, we love that. We love doing that. It's, it's like a little project every time someone comes in and is trying to find the right thing. So, so building that process and, and I did see your hiring, correct? So yes, getting extra help will then give you some time to be able to focus more on that when things get busy, I'm sure. 
Yes, absolutely. We do have a couple of ladies who have been helping us out and who've worked really hard. Um, and my mom is my business partner and she helps me out as well. So we're a little oh, mother daughter team, but um, yeah, we're looking for more help. We're hoping and kind of already feeling that this is going to be a busy summer. I think people are excited to get out and about mm-hmm. and this, this area in general is having a housing boom and people are looking to furnish and, you know, obviously people want to travel and get away. And so I think it's going to be a great summer for every, all businesses around here. I hope so. Yes, me too. And I think people realized over the pandemic, how important their home space really is. I think we all kind of took it for granted. And then when you're stuck there for a long time, you realize this space isn't being utilized, or I've never really liked this, this setup or this room. So once people can get out and shop more, I I could anticipate home goods and furniture and just ask getting and getting someone's opinion on, okay, I've been stuck in this room for the last year. (laughs) Now I'm ready to make it, make it more comfortable or more functional. Absolutely. That was, that was something we still do, you know, people are still looking for certain things and um, sending pictures of a blank wall or things like that. And how do I, how how do I make this cozy? How do I make this look good? Really love doing that. I thrive on creative projects like that and helping people in that way. And, and I've just felt like over the last year, I've been able to really dive into that more and more. So it's been great. Is that something you've always been interested in? Yes, actually. I've kind of always been that friend who my friends have asked to come over and help them with interior decorating, even, even putting outfits together that they wouldn't normally try on. You know, it's, it's, I've always just had like a visual creativity to me that I didn't quite dip into until I was in my mid mid twenties, I want to say. So I really started to, to grow in that area and let myself see what creativity could come out of it. I always saw myself as more of a business person. And then I was like, Oh, I'm really, really loving, you know, being creative and artsy and doing things like that. So I was like, well, why can't I do both? You know? So I, so I, I definitely have always been interested in it and actually even contemplated going to interior design school uh, when I was 18, but ultimately decided not to. And I did get a four-year degree, but I um, am now doing decorating without a decorating degree. And it's totally possible. People like the style of the store and they ask if I can come help them in their homes. And I was scared and nervous, but I love it. And apparently, you know, the passion, if it's there, I think that's what really matters. And, and people respond to that. I think a lot of our listeners can relate to that feeling of maybe we didn't go to college for the exact thing we're doing right now, or we did, but we didn't have any business experience and now we're running our own business. And I applaud you for moving past that imposter syndrome of, am I qualified to do this? And yes, I am good at this. I think the willingness to learn and getting support where you need it, even if you know you went to interior design, you'd still be learning and researching and and finding your own groove and and what brings you joy and joy to your customers. But that's why we're all here to help support each other. Yes, I agree. I mean, you just kind of have to follow your passion and whatever it takes to to get you there. You know, you got to listen to your gut. I I started in events actually is where I started in weddings first. And then I loved that. And I was just loving the styling 
of, of weddings and putting together colors and textures and helping brides pick flowers and things like that. And then, you know, after working those weddings for several years and late nights and no weekends yeah. <laughs> off and things like that, I started to just say, okay, what can I do during the day? What would be like a day job version of this? And then it just I clicked. I was like, maybe I should open a store. Um, and actually that's where the cashmere compass came from. I, while I was working in a more corporate event setting, I was blogging and the cashmere compass started as a blog. It was oh great. Yeah. And that's just, I didn't know what it was going to be. It was just my creative outlet. And I wanted it. I named it that after many long hours of trying to figure it out, I wanted it to be a brand that was, if it did grow into something, be all encompassing. So compass meaning a guide and cashmere representing all things warm and cozy and luxurious. And so I decided to put that name to the store when, when I opened that. So, and I thought, you know, that's why we'll keep it all encompassing. We'll have food, we'll have apparel, we'll have gift items, we'll have pillows and throws, we'll have candles, all of that, that makes you feel warm and cozy. Have you shared that story often on your social media or your website? I do have, I think a good portion of it on my website. It definitely is an interesting story. And I think an important one for people to know that every time I changed a job, I was just following my gut and my passion and I took a huge leap, but I was really lucky to have, you know, a good support system. And that is, is a huge part of what kept me going the last year is, you know, having friends and family, other business owners amazing local business owners who reached out, shared ideas, helped each other. And that has, has just been absolutely huge. But yeah, my, my story is a, is a unique one. I I probably should share it more here and there. (laughs) I would love to see you share the story behind your name more often on social media. I think because it's a unique name, um, Mm -hmm. but it makes so much sense when you tell about it. So that's my little challenge for you. <laughs> I agree. I agree. And people, people sometimes don't get it. You know, um, what is it? What does it mean? I thought there was cashmere here. And, and it's like, well, you know, we don't no. have to be literal. <laughs> we, you know, like right, Starbucks, right, right. Starbucks is my best example. That's not literal. What is Starbucks? You know, yeah. we, you hear that and you don't think coffee. I mean, now you, you do. Well, but... when I go in five guys, I'm expecting five guys to be there oh. <laughs> <laughs> to greet me and serve me. Right. <laughs> Right. Yeah. So it doesn't have to be literal. It, it, I, I know it's, it's catchy in a way and it does kind of make mm-hmm. you want to ask the question, but yeah, I, I should share that more. I, it, yeah. It, I love the, the reasoning behind it. it makes so much sense once you say it. Okay, good. I also want to applaud the small business community because I think that's what kept so many of us going. And I know I have my community online that the women are all over the U.S. And so we had to meet online, but our local community as well. I just loved seeing everyone support each other and share each other's posts. And I know there were so many behind the scenes messages and group messages going on. Just how are we going to get through this here? I've got this if you need this or try this. And I think it was really a testament to the grit and compassion and just how amazing small business owners really are. Yeah, definitely. I, um, I'm very close with 
several of the business owners in the area. And as we often have linked together and done events, you know, shop pop events, send, um, we've even done postcards where we have a little map and we give our shoppers those. We send people to the other shops in the area. Um, they're just, you know, amazing women, actually. I mean, if I can list them all, I would think of almost all the shops and businesses in Walworth and Fontana that are run by women. And we all, you know, are in contact with each other and ask each other to be part of different events and things like that and support each other. And it's been amazing during, during such a difficult time. We did talk and we did keep in touch. I also think what happened during that time too was I started sharing more personal content. That was another change that I made during the pandemic because you weren't, I wasn't in the store every day, all day. You know, I was putting together orders and taking pictures of merchandise for people um, to share on stories and stuff like that. But then I found myself like, well, how do I keep my business alive? How do I keep people interested in the store? I can't just post a pillow every other day and, <laughs> you know, hope that they're going to come back in a year, right. couple months. So I started sharing more personal content. And I think that that, you know, is what led to my revelation of, you know, people really do want to feel connected to you, especially during a time where we, we all felt so disconnected and so lonely and missed people. I missed my customers. I missed hugging them and thanking them and seeing them in person. You know, we were waving at each other through the windows when Aww. we would do curbside pickups, but this time I got to share, you know, recipes I was making again, you know, and even shots of my little dog, Charlie, who's, um, barking here every once in a while, but, uh, he's, uh, he's even a little chef dog and people come to see him and are uh, sad when he's not there. I love that whole connection and small town feeling to, to what we have going. Yeah. And it definitely helps again, to stand out from the bigger corporations. And I think it was hard during the pandemic, seeing some of them get a lot of help and still seem to be doing very well when small businesses were having such a hard time. And I really applaud the small business community for, for helping each other out and all the community members who decided to continue to shop small, or I've seen a lot of people decide and make that decision. I am going to start shopping small instead of just doing the easy target run or, I mean, and I like target just as much as anybody, but <laughs> really making yeah. a point to support small businesses locally because we need it. And especially in our area, it's so heavy in the summer. We love our local friends and our local community. And so during the winter, it's a really nice time to be able to connect with them. And so it's been wonderful having their support this whole time. Definitely. It's, I was totally warmed to the core by the support that we had from our amazing customers. I mean, just couldn't believe how much they were willing to shop, you know, online like that and to make sure that they got gifts and they got things from, from us um, instead of going to, you know, the bigger box stores. They, it just reminded me, you know, first and foremost, that this is, this is my hometown. These are good people. They, they care and they went out of their way to make sure that we were being supported during such difficult times. And it, and it kept us going. It kept us alive, you know, and thankfully we were able to open and we were really lucky to have a great summer and, and ride this housing boom that's going on. And, you know, we were actually able to expand. And that is 
that just, if you would have asked me last April, <laughs> if I would have been expanding and moving into a store twice the size of mine, my original one, I would not have believed you. I've talked to some business owners who are playing it very cautious right now and others that are taking big leaps. What led to that decision to now is the time to grow? Well, I think I think we were all, we were just so happy to open and then we were just going to see how things went. But as last summer went on, just saw such a, such a boom around here. The furniture was, was flying away out the door. We had just a great summer of people wanting to be out and about, obviously masks on. And we took all the precautions we, we could as a business. And I think what happened was I just felt we'd been there four years and if we couldn't grow, we would just kind of stay in the same spot. There was so much more we wanted to do basically. So we had a conversation and it was like, well, what do we, what can we do to make this space fit our dreams? And luckily for us, um, everything fell into place. And that's just another reason I would tell, you know, other business owners to just go with your gut and listen to yourself because it all works out. It all works out how it's supposed to work out if it's supposed to work out. And for us, our, the McCullough's building was McCullough's who has been there for 40 years, you know, pharmacy and gift store decided to, the owner decided to retire and asked us if we wanted, you know, the building. And we were super lucky. We did just think, okay, is this crazy or are we going to go with what we're feeling in our gut in the store is that we have so much more we want to do. So let's see if we can do it bigger and um, better for everyone. And you had the sales to back up. You know, it's, it's always so great when your gut feeling matches the data and it, it feels like a calculated risk. Yes. Yes. It was definitely a calculated risk. Um, we thought long and hard about it. Um, and, you know, had to work it all out. And it, it took a long time. And, and that time was really hard because we had to keep it quiet because it wasn't for sure yet. But, uh, and all of our customers were going, you should really move next door. You should move next door. It's so much bigger. You guys <laughs> should move next door, <laughs> you know? And I was like, yeah, well, you know, you never know. And so I like, guess we got, <laughs> yeah, as things got worked out, we were finally able to share that. And I just, it, again, it gives me such pride because when we moved into the building that we were originally in, that was an old bank that was empty for 14 years before we went into it. So 14 years of, of just emptiness on, on one of the busiest intersections around. I don't know if people realize that that is a crazy intersection of, of 67 and, and Kenosha street there. It's just busy. It's a busy hub and not having that building empty was, was nice because that, that bank it was an old bank and I had my first checking account in that bank when I was a teenager. So being able to move into that building and clean it up and make it pretty at that intersection was huge. And then obviously the, the town was so sad and so many people were upset about McCullough's closing. It was, you know, a staple been there for 40 plus years. So that was going to be another empty building. And so we saw that opportunity. We knew if we wanted to grow, we should take the leap after much, much calculated risk, like you said. And we went into that building and renovated it and we're super lucky. So no empty buildings. I should just take a moment to shout out our 
a new business, a new women-owned business going into my old building, which is 549 Kenosha Street, and that is Lakeside Sundry owned by Kelly Clow. Uh, and that's going to be another great shop. So between the two buildings that were once kind of empty and stale, you know, at that intersection, they're vibrant, they're alive. Our building's getting painted soon, flowers outside, and we are hopefully offering something to our community. Oh, I love it. Stacy. that's such, I have chills. Oh, thank you. Thank you for all you've done for the community and for your town. And I just love that there's something like that offered on that side of the lake. So please tell everyone where they can find you in person and then also where they can find you online. We do have listeners from all over the U.S. So if they want to find you online instead, how do they go about that? Sure. Yeah, we are. We have our website, which is www.thecashmerecompass.com. We have our services and everything listed there. And then also, if you scroll to the very bottom of that, there's a link to our Instagram post. So you if you don't have Instagram or Facebook, you can always see what I've posted most recently, if you're looking for something in particular. So that's um, a great option there. And then also we are on Instagram at the Cashmere Compass and on Facebook as well. All of that's linked. All of that has our new arrivals whenever we get furniture or clothing or anything that people are looking for. And then physically we are now at 547 Kenosha Street in Walworth, Wisconsin, 53184. And um, we're at a great little spot there right in the middle of town. So you can come on by anytime. I am going to have to stop by for sure. I'm excited. Great. Thank you. Yeah. Well, thank you for being on our podcast. And I look forward to connecting with you more in our community. Thank you so much for having me. Me too. Don't forget to register for the free online workshop, How to Attract More Customers This Summer. We will only be offering this once, so don't miss out. If you're a Southeast Wisconsin or Northern Illinois business that would like to share your story on the podcast, email me at robin at womensbusinessworkshop.com. Okay, this is the part of the show where I tell you to go get back to work.